Hello and welcome everybody to the Verdant Growth Daily, where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and balanced, all in just 10 unedited minutes a day. My name's Eugene, and this is episode 36 of the Virgin Growth Daily. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about what I personally call the Spodek Method. Now, the Spodek Method is a methodology that was developed by Joshua Spodek to help people or to help guide people through taking on a challenge in sustainability. So let's back up for a second here. Right now, we're living in a world where the sustainability movement is growing. People are starting to feel the effects of climate change. The population of humans is starting to grow to a point of causing other animals to go extinct, either from deforestation or just having their resources taken away or just overly polluted. This has caused many people to start thinking about how we live and whether the way we live is sustainable. Living sustainably means that we live in a way that we can continue to do forever. Basically, it means that we only use the resources that the planet can replenish every single year. And big hint, if you live in a developed country, you are probably not living sustainably at this point. As I mentioned before on this show, the way Americans live, if everyone lived that way, we would need about four or five Earths just to be able to supply everyone with enough resources to live like Americans do. Even people in, like, Japan, where I live here, I think the average is about 2.8 Earths. So even the Japanese people who are considered to be very um, moderate and and like they like things in small portions um, and tend to be very kind of conservative. Even they live a little bit too excessively, a little bit too luxuriously, a little bit too much convenience in their lives. So more and more people are coming around to embrace sustainability, but very few people are sure of how to go about it. So, you know, it kind of gets you thinking. If only a methodology existed that could show us how to start our sustainability journey. That, my friends, is what we're talking about today because Joshua Spodek, PhD, MBA, host of the podcast This Sustainable Life, formerly Leadership and the Environment, developed a methodology that does just this. You guys might know Josh. He's been on this show a couple of times Um, And in order for me to start my own branch of the This Sustainable Life podcast, Josh has been training me on his methodology, and he showed me how to walk others through this process to start a sustainability journey. I want to note that there is nothing particularly special about me that makes me able to do this. Literally anyone can do it. Josh has a TED Talk. If you search for Joshua Spodek TED Talk um, on YouTube, it will come up. There is a TED Talk where he explains how to do this methodology, and he encourages everybody to please go out and use it. Steal his methodology and use it with your friends and your family members, Anybody can do it. 
Now, it works best if you do it as a pair with two people because the process of asking and answering questions can be really, really helpful. Basically, the goal of the Spodek method that I call it, he doesn't call it the Spodek method, but I call it that just because it makes it easier to talk about when it has a name. The goal of the Spodek method is to get rid of all the guilt and the anxiety and the stress that comes with telling people to change their life for the planet. The Spodek method instead meets people where they are. It talk you the way the process basically works is that you talk to other people and you engage them about how they feel about the environment. What do they love about nature? What do they love about the environment? And you talk them through this process where you basically get down to their feelings. You get to the point where you are talking about their emotions. You're not just talking about the environment as a, uh, it's like trees and uh, the ocean and stuff. No, we're talking about the environment instead as that forest that I used to go to as a little kid and I used to go camping and I used to run through the trees and I used to have a bike that I would just like bike through the forest and and just feel this freedom and this and I would just sense the cleanliness of the place the purity of the forest and the lush greens just made me feel so calm and peaceful once you get to that feeling, that point of of talking about somebody's feelings and their own deep emotional experiences with nature, that is when we ask them to hold those feelings in your heart and to think, is there something that you can do to act on those feelings? And when they do that, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. They don't have to start cleaning up the entire neighborhood in their area. They don't have to do this huge challenge. They don't have to become vegan right away. No, instead, the point is to hold on to that feeling and to do something that acts on it. Something, if, if, if you remember, uh, if you think of nature as being the uh, coral, seeing the beautiful coral as you swam and snorkeled through the oceans of Hawaii as a child and just thinking about those lush greens and you want to protect that and you want to do a little bit of beach cleaning. Just maybe once a week, 10 minutes, 10 minutes a week of of cleaning the beach or something like that. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. What is important is that you can connect that action with that feeling that you have. The point being that if you do something that is affecting you emotionally, that you're going to be much, much, much more likely to continue doing it. And you'll be even more likely to start looking for other things that you can do to make more positive changes because you've done something that you have rewarded yourself with emotionally. So this is something that literally anybody can do, and I'm going to teach you guys how to walk through that process today. Again, it works better as a pair. You can certainly do it by yourself, but When you say the words out loud and you try to put your own feelings into words to another person, to try to explain your emotions to another person, it's going to help you to realize certain things about your own way of thinking and your own feelings that you might have taken for granted or 
if you were just thinking about them yourself, you might have overlooked certain things. It will feel, if you do it as a pair, as a conversation, it'll feel a lot more exploratory. It'll feel like a discovery process. And it'll also help build and improve your relationship with the person that you're doing it with. So the process is basically this. Let's go into that right now. The process is basically a four-step process with a kind of zeroth step to kind of kick off the conversation. And it takes about 20 to 30 minutes if you really want to get it done properly. If you rush through it, you might miss out on some of the best value that you get out of it. So I really, really recommend that you both turn off your cell phones, uh, turn off the TV, the radio, whatever else you have going on right now. Make sure that nobody is distracted while you're doing this because this can be a very, very good bonding experience for you. So the four steps plus zeroth step are as follows. Step zero is to ask, do you care about the environment? This is an easy question that I think almost everybody in the world is going to answer yes to. Almost everybody is going to say yes to this question. And so it starts your conversation off with a positive note. It starts it off with like, do you care about the environment? Yeah, sure. It gets you into the environment mode and starts you off with a positive yes. I care about the environment. Once you've established that feeling, we can start to get into the actual method. So step one is to ask, what does the environment mean to you? I want you guys, even you guys listening right now, to take a moment to think about what does the environment mean to you? Not what it is, what it means. When you think about environment, when you think about nature, what do you think about? Like I said before, is it forests you went camping in as a child? Maybe recently you went hiking. Maybe you went to Yosemite. Or maybe you saw the Grand Canyon and you took in this powerful feeling. Um, or maybe recently you went on a trip to somewhere. Maybe you went to Thailand and you saw the beaches just covered in plastic and you felt like, Ugh, oh, oh, God, this is awful. Whatever it is, think about the emotional content. Think about the emotional content of that feeling. Now, if you're doing this as a pair, I recommend that this is where you guys really start to ask each other really, really deep, clarifying questions. So when, when if the person that you're talking with just says, uh, I really love the trees, don't let it stop there. Go deeper than that. Ask them, what is it about the trees that you love? Are there certain trees that you think about? What's the feelings that you feel when you start thinking about those trees? If, those, if something were to happen to those trees, how would you feel? Do you regularly go to see those trees? Do you experience those trees regularly? Really start to ask a lot of questions to really, really dig deep into the details of their emotions and how do they feel about things. Don't let it just be, I like to swim in the ocean. No, talk about how it feels when you're in the ocean. Is it exhilarating? What does it feel like? What's the temperature like when you get in the ocean? What's the temperature like? How does it feel? How does the water feel on your body? What does it feel like to see the things in the ocean, right? 
really, really ask a lot of questions and to keep going until you get really, really deep down into this emotional state. Then, step two, once you have both people thinking about their feelings about nature, then you ask them, based on that feeling, is there something you could think of that you could do to act on that feeling? Now, there are a few different conditions here that we have. First, we ask that it, we, we want to point out that, like I said before, it's not about picking the biggest thing. It's not about doing the most important thing that you could possibly do. The thing that you saw in that top 10 National Geographic list of the things that you can do to help fight climate change. Forget about those things. If you want to do those things, fine. If, if that's what you want to do, sure, absolutely. But it's not about doing that. It's not about solving climate change overnight. It's not about having an impact on the planet. It's more about whether it's meaningful to you. So if you loved that forest and those trees, maybe, maybe you've always wanted to plant a tree and you've never planted a tree before. So maybe just doing that would be plenty. Maybe that would be your challenge, to plant a tree. The, the environment reacts to our actions, not to our beliefs. So the behavior has to be something that you do, not just something that you say. The behavior can't be something that you just tell other people to do something. Um, it has to be something that you do with your own hands and that you can do and feel like it impacts that thing that you thought about when you remembered your emotions and your feelings about the environment. Um, and so once you start brainstorming these things, the next thing to keep in mind is that step three is to make it a SMART goal. Now, if you guys have never heard about a SMART goal before, it is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. So basically, we want to do something that we can quantify, something very, very specific. Pick up 10 pieces of trash every day for one week. Something like that. We want it to be very specific. We want it to be measurable, so like 10 pieces of trash, one plastic bag of garbage, or I'm going to replace my plastic toothbrushes with bamboo toothbrushes. Something specific, something measurable. Achievable, achievable. Don't try to go vegan overnight. That's really, 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 really hard to do. If you really want to do that and you're really feeling motivated to do that, by all means, sure, do it. Do it. More power to you. But don't push yourself too hard. Make the goal something that you can definitely achieve because you're going to be much more likely to continue doing it if you can get some success out of it. Um, so again, that's also connects with the realistic, uh, realistic goal. Um, something that's time bound. So decide by when are you going to do it. Create some accountability for yourself. I'm going to do it by next week. I'm going to do it by next month. I'm going to do it within the next six months. Doesn't matter how long it is or how short it is. Doesn't have to be immediately. But just make sure that you do set a time limit on it. The last thing that you can do to make sure that you set that time limit is step four of this process. And that is to ask them for a second conversation to follow up after the challenge is over. 
So at that point, tell them, I would love to hear how your challenge goes. How long do you think it will take until you feel like you've had a meaningful experience you can talk about from this challenge? And this creates this sense of accountability. This is, again, why it's better to do it with two people. Because if you just decide to do something by yourself, it's very easy to just to give up at some point. But if you have another person that you told them, okay, by March 3rd, I'm going to have this done, and I'm going to feel like I'm going to have uh, a meaningful thing to talk about, then it adds some sense of accountability to it. So you really want to add that second date and set the date. Set it. Make sure that you guys both know when that second conversation is going to happen. And that's going to add that sense of accountability. And that's it, you guys. That's it. This is such a great methodology, not just for finding that challenge, but for connecting with other people. These conversations that you have to get to go deep with people's emotions and to really get to know another person and to focus on trying to fully understand how someone else feels about something is a really, really valuable and really important and it can be a very eye-opening experience too. We get so used to just talking to people in our daily lives and only going this deep. What did you do last weekend? Ah, I went for a little hike. Oh, great. I love hiking. The end, right? We are so used to that level of just kind of like the coffee break room conversation that we are not used to going deeper into emotions with people. And doing this exercise is going to allow you to do that with other people. And you're going to want to start to do it more. And they might even want to start doing it with other people around them. Just because you will start to form really, really important bonds and relationships with people around you. So I highly recommend everybody goes out there and gives a shot to the Spodek method. It's really quick and easy, and you're going to connect with people. And you're going to find a nice little sustainability challenge. And hopefully... When you do it, you're going to come back and you're going to talk about it and you're going to talk about how successful and great you were and you're going to talk about how much you feel better because of that life change that you made because you did something according to your values. And it's going to make you want to look for more, more things you can do to make your life more sustainable because it felt good to do it. I hope you guys all go out and try that. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in, for watching, for listening. If you want to come and interact with me live, then be sure to subscribe to my channel on YouTube and hit that notification bell so you get notified when I go live. Find me on social media in all the places down below. Come check out my uh, Reddit subreddit at uh, reddit.com slash r slash live echo. That's going to be a place where I'm going to start to actually go through this process with people kind of in text form, I think just to see if I can start to build a community of people who do this regularly. So be sure to check that out. Thank you guys so much for watching. Today went on a little bit long, but uh, I hope that that was very, very useful information for you guys. Um, I think on a future episode, I'm also going to be doing this with someone else. I think I'm going to invite a guest on, and we're going to do it uh, together on the daily. But if you guys want to hear this being done with more famous people, big names, then be sure to check out Joshua Spodek's podcast, This Sustainable Life. Um, You can check it out at joshuaspodek.com slash podcast. I also do this process myself with scientists and people who are working in the environmental community. 
And my podcast is called This Sustainable Life, Solve for Nature. So be sure to check that out. I'm only three episodes in, but uh, it's still the start. And hopefully I'm going to be doing this soon with a lot more people. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. I really, really appreciate all of you guys. Eugene and Verdant Growth, out. <laughs>